When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The man who's been in control of this period is the head of football talent at North Melbourne, Brady Rawlings. So the morning after the draft is complete, it's the perfect time. Brady, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Jared. Was it a defining period for North Melbourne? Yeah, it has been a really important few years for us. Obviously, um, gone through a fair transition with some, some older players departing um, and the opportunity to bring in some some really young talent. So... And picking up really high in the draft, um, you know, we, we want to get that elite talent in to to get us back to where we want to want to be on the ladder, and and uh, ultimately, you know, pushing for silverware in the future. So, um, yeah, really important couple of years of drafting for us. You would have war gamed so many different scenarios with picks two, four, twenty, twenty two, and twenty three. How how close to plan did it run by the end? Yeah, it ended up working out uh yeah, in our favour. We um we went in with a strategy of taking you know, we had four players up the top that uh we thought were elite talents and we knew we could get two of those by by sitting. Um and and Colby and, and Zane are two players we've been watching for such a long time and admired them um a lot as a recruitment team. So we're just so wrapped to get those in the building. Uh and then for the later picks, you know, we call them later picks, but they're first rounders. But um, you know, we're really keen to get some some height uh, into the club. Uh, Taylor Goad's a 206 centimetre ruckman. Um, you know, with the departure of, of Goldie, and um, you know, we think he's get him into the system now and, and really develop him over the next few years. And the same can be said for Will Dawson, a, a key defender that um, we're probably lacking in the, in that area for for young developing. Uh, key defenders. Um, so to get those two in um, with pick 20 and 22, and then Hardiman's, um, you know, he's got a bright future as well. He's he's a dashing rebound defender with an aerial game and and some good ball use off half back. And we know how important those types of players are to start up some ball movement and intercept. So um, yeah, we 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 didn't move anything on the night. We sat there and picked. Um, and came out with five players that were wrapped to have at our footy club. I am just curious. Is so that's what you've done. Is how many alternate theories did you have running, and you know potentially shifting picks around, or or determined by which was determined by the the flow of what happened in the draft prior? Yeah, there's always a lot of scenarios going on. Um, you know, ones that you're proactive with to try and get up uh, higher. Um, ones that you consider to, you know, maybe slide back and, and gain some more future currency. And then there's the ones that get offered to you need to you need to consider as a club. So there's so many things that go on. Um sometimes the best thing is to sit. Um yeah. we we ended up you know going through so many scenarios and we end up sitting. So you need to you need to go through those scenarios to make your decisions. Um and we end up coming out with five players on the first night which which makes it look like um, we probably didn't have a lot of scenarios going on, which is is uh, is strange. But then last night, um, you know, we didn't pick at all. 
But last night was probably our busiest night over the last three drafts um, in terms of offering clubs different uh, offers to try and get back in the 30s. Um, we had two players that we were trying to get up for. Um, that didn't eventuate. And, um, you know, our second option was to sit and pick at 48. Um, you know, all the players were gone by 48 and then we had to get out option at 48 to trade. So last night was extremely busy yes. and uh, we, didn't, we didn't pick a player. So How fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you, what What were you, if you're prepared to say, what were you offering to get back into the 30s? Yeah, we had our future two on the, on the table um, to get back into the 30s. Um, we had a few deals that, you know, in, were done in principle. If um, if the opposing club's player wasn't there, we, we could trade in. Um, unfortunately, I think we're going for the same players. So, um, you know, we... Uh, to, to get to that situation takes a fair bit of work and and spitballing uh, within the four walls, but then also having an, an opposing club to agree to that trade in principle. So, yeah, last night was extremely busy for us. Um, it doesn't look like it on the surface, but, um, yeah, we, we had some players that were really keen to get in the door. Um, that didn't eventuate. Um, the silver lining is we, we, we take in our, our future hand in the next year's draft and, um, you know, I've got a, got a full hand um, to go in with. So there's always silver lining, but we would have liked to try and get back in and take one more pick last night. What was the scenario around Dan Curtin, Brady, with um, Alistair Clarkson meeting with him the day before the draft? Was Were you were you dreaming of a possibility where you still might have been able to get him? Um, did Clarko make a late play to change your mind on anything early on? What, what was that play there? Yeah, so we'd had, we'd had a plan for quite a while um, for Clarko to catch up with Dan. Um, the main the main reason behind it was if if we were to select him um, from Perth at such a high pick, we just wanted to make sure the family was comfortable. Uh, so that was first and foremost. Um, he was in discussions around the pick three for for a lot of the year. Um, towards towards the latter, latter part prior to prior to the first night of the draft. We did have some options for pick three to slide it back, um, you know, a few spots and gain some future currency. Uh, we seriously considered it, and and in doing so, he would have been a player that would potentially take if we did slide back if he got through. So we just wanted to make sure we had um, all our ducks in a row. Um, we end up deciding against that slide back and hold it and pick Dersma at. Uh, you know, select Walter as a bid and then pick Dersma. So if we were to do the trade, um, you know, Dan was obviously a, a potential target uh, to go back three or four spots. Did you attempt anything on the night to slide up beyond that when he was still uh, available when, when Adelaide made their move? We didn't. We knew the price um, was extremely high. Um, we wanted to still make sure we went in with our future first next year and, um, to get Colby and Dane, and then as uh, sorry, and then um, you know give up our future first. We thought it was probably just a bit too much. Um, we wanted to carry that future first into next year, um, knowing that we still had three picks that we were going to pick in the in the first round. So uh, we decided that our future first was going to stay for next year. The so you add two and four to three and four. So Sheasel, Wardlaw, McKercher, and Dersma. What? what what sort of complementary pieces are McKercher and Dersma to what you've got 
that um, that can create the the idea of the A grade midfield to to prompt you to great things. Yeah, we um, we're really excited about um, what Colby can become. He's he's um, he's played inside, he's played outside, um, he's played forward, he's he's kicked goals on the run from outside fifty. Um, we think he could be pretty special off the half-back line too if, if uh, we choose to play him in that position. Um, but he's got some real speed and ball use, versatility. Um, he's a high-possession winner as well. He's a regular 30-plus possession winner. And he just keeps coming up to the standard and excelling at the standard. So um, he probably just gives us a bit more outside run and, and speed and ball use um, to complement that midfield. And Zane's probably going to do his more of his damage forward of the footy. He's uh, 189, 190 now. His overhead is, is special. Um, he can go inside and and um, influence a stoppage. Um, but he's just a really class player. That um, you know, we we, uh, we think we can have a really dangerous forward line um, to work with Larks and Cam Zerhar and and Paul Curtis and potentially Shiza one day as well. So. Dangerous for the footy, and, and hopefully that midfield's um, going to be pretty damaging getting in there enough for us to to kick some winning scores. Brady, one of your fans, Bolts, has texted through while we're talking. North got Taylor Goad with part of the uh, Horn Francis payment, so Wardlaw and Goad look a fair price. Is that a reasonable interpretation from Bolts? Yeah, Bolts is on the money. Um, you know, we... we we're very excited about Taylor. He's he rocked up on South Adelaide's doorstep, you know, less than 12 months ago. Um, ended up becoming South South Australia's ruckman, and um, you know, we, we thought he's right up there with the best ruckman in this draft pool. So um, the potential's um, huge, and um, you know, we, we're pretty keen to get a ruckman in in this draft. So yeah, that that is the um, result. Obviously, with with pick one sliding to get Harry Shees with the year before as well. Um, you know, we, we're pretty excited by what we've turned, um, you know, the loss of Jason into. The rookie draft is later today. How, how many places do you have available? Yes, yeah, so we've still got two list spots available, Jared. Um, we will select in, in, um, in the rookie draft this afternoon and, and then we'll, we'll keep a spot open. Um, you know, the, the flexibility these days with with um, what you can do to your list throughout pre-season, whether it be SSP or or hold a pick and, and take it in the mid-season draft, is is a flexibility we'd like to have, and um, we'll, we'll we'll go down that path and um, assess things over December, January, and February uh, as to whether we we add again or or keep it open for for the mid-season draft. But yeah, we'll be selecting again this afternoon. Do you already have a, a short list of players that you might invite to train at the club for the SSP, or does that happen post the draft? Yeah, we'll assess post today. Um, obviously, to to train players on, you need the list spot available. Um, so we'll assess that after the rookie draft and see who's still there. Um, we have got some VFL listed players that we do invite down to training uh, for main sessions. Um, so there's there's opportunity for players to impress that way. Um, we can still watch players at a, training at other clubs as well. Um, so, yeah, there, there's plenty of options and, and we'll assess that um, post this afternoon. So that, that, that is one of the 
the modern, the great modern flexibilities, I think, as players have come through. The curiosity of last night is just philosophically, what do you think of a first round that runs to 29 in an 18-team competition? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. It's the first time it's obviously gone that that deep into the first round for for various reasons. Obviously, with with match bids and and free agency compensation added to our assistance package. So, you know, the, the assistance pick that we got ended up being pick twenty nine. Um, and when we traded, it was it was pick nineteen at the time or twenty. So, it's um it is interesting and and you know I, I probably don't have a philosophical um, thought process around it. We, we just work within the rules, really. Yeah. The rules are the rules, and um, you know we we use them to to try and you know, put our club in the best advantage we can we can possibly do. So um, whether there's changes or not, I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, we just work within the rules that are, are provided at the time. Brady, when when the assistant package was announced and the the furor from others around it, Gil McLaughlin used the phrase: "Is this is the package to get out of Dodge? Is this is the are these the selections that will get North Melbourne out of Dodge, as it were?" Yeah, well, it certainly it certainly helped us bring in Stevens and Fisher and still draft, and, and that's the, probably the main thing. We 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 we're, we're a young club. Um, we'll be the youngest team in the in the competition this year. Um, and and we know that we we need to get better through the draft, um, but to complement that, we need to to still bring in some mature talent that can not only help us now but help us um, over the next few years as well. So Dylan Stevens is a player I think's probably gone under the the radar a little bit over this trade period. Um, that bringing in a previous top five pick uh, from another club that's you know got. Ex- an awesome uh, endurance and ball use and, and speed um, to bring him into the club sort of the assistance package and still get into the first round um, by doing that trade to bring Zach Fisher in with some real speed and, and versatility play forward or back um, but then hold our draft picks is what the assistance package has been, been able to assist us in doing. So... You know, that's been the beauty of it. Um, we haven't just used it just to trade and bring players in. We haven't used it just to pick. We've been able to do both um, through getting that assistance. So we're very grateful and, yeah, hopefully um, hopefully it helps us a great deal um, over the next few years. Can you just remind me, did, did you trade next year's assistance pick? So we got uh, two picks at the end of the first round uh, for next year. Um, we used them both, uh, one to get... Stevens yep. um, from Sydney and uh, improve our position this year and one to get um, Zach Fisher and improve our position this year as well. So it helped us get the two players in and then uh, ultimately we end up with five picks inside yep. the first round in 2023. So um, once once we got them and, and there was a stipulation put on them if uh, they could be taken, clearly they were the first couple of picks we were we were going to trade out so yeah it helped us get uh, an improved position this year and get Stevens and Fisher so yeah we we think we're able to, to do a couple of couple of things that are going to benefit the club by uh, by trading them out terrific Brady appreciate your time this morning thanks for telling us North Melbourne story after a, a touchstone draft I'm sure no worries, Jared. Thanks for having me, mate. Good on you. Brady Rawlings, List and Recruiting Manager at North Melbourne. Our AFL draft interviews are for tyre power, your tyre experts for 
Pete Plate draftees. We're going to meet a young man who's going to take up his career at the Western Bulldogs as this hour unfolds as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts. one 736 736 And you can text 40 Winks. Temper text 0433 98 11 16. Temper, a mattress like no other.